Hi, I'm Charisma O'Keefe. And I'm Angelica Yard. And we're the heart behind the Heart and Hustle podcast. Every Wednesday, we share a new episode with our listeners on topics that range from business and creativity to leadership and innovation. We also interview some of the best and brightest in the industry and spread our love of entrepreneurship all over the internet with our hashtag, BossSoHard. We're on a mission to help you find balance in your life, creativity in your career, and dollars in your bank account. So sit back, relax, and take notes while we show you how to dream big, work hard, and repeat. All MBA Workshop is an intensive leadership and management workshop designed for changemakers who have a fire in the belly. This is for people who are itching to level up and make a bigger impact. Four times a year, the workshop brings together two groups of 100 to 120 leaders, curating the group to pick the right mix of people from different industries and areas of expertise. The end result, you're surrounded by other leaders who are moving to the top of their respective fields and helping support each other to become stronger cross-functional change agents. The workshop splits you up into groups every week so you're meeting a bunch of people you'd never otherwise meet. You're getting and giving feedback and seeing your blind spots in a whole new way. By working on 13 projects during the month, you're constantly pushing ahead and creating a body of work as proof. It's not about passively learning, it's about actively putting those concepts into practice until they become habit. The idea is to drink from the fire hose and rewire your brain to make new, better habits and to have the platform practice those habits. So who's been through all MBA? Over a thousand alumni. They include a mix of leaders, including product managers, naval naval commanders, lawyers, marketing directors, engineers, ophthalmologists, UX designers, filmmakers, and more. This group is half freelance, half folks at companies and startups like Slack, Tesla, Kickstarter, Charity Water, Microsoft, Nike, Trello, Kiva, Warby Parker, and more. If you're a leader and want to become even better, this is for you. There are no lectures, no videos. It's rolling your sleeves and working in groups with people who are equally into winning. It's an intensive, immersive four-week experience of drinking from the fire hose. Over a thousand plus people from 580 cities and 49 countries around the world have all done all MBA. Challenging? <laughs> yes. But our friends at Seth Godin's All MBA believe the rewards are so worth it. Ask any of their alumni. While most online courses barely approach a 7% completion rate, the All MBA has an astonishing 96% completion rate. Their alumni say they do it again in a heartbeat. The working world has changed. With the growth of the internet, there's never been more opportunities for you to level up. If you're looking for ways to have a bigger impact, the All-MBA could help you get there. The curriculum is entirely hands-on. More than 75% of your time is dedicated to shipping your work, practical projects that allow you to apply what you learn. So if you're tired of courses that you never finish videos or you've had them bookmarked, then put those aside and check out All-MBA as a different way to level up. So, they are now accepting applications for the upcoming session. To find out more, visit www.altmba.com backslash heart and hustle. So, that's www.altmba.com backslash heart and hustle. For special consideration, you can mention Heart and Hustle podcast in your application and tell them that we sent you. So, check out the episode and enjoy. Hello, welcome back. I love that I kept saying, all right, I'm ready, and then clearing my throat. (laughs) And then, like, somebody somebody unsubscribe. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta drink some water. Gotta do some stuff. Gotta stretch my my toes. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, um, kind of like I've been hibernating, even though I have been out and about, but I don't know. It's just been weird. Like, I mean, kind of like we talked about, we didn't lose power, but a lot of our clients and stuff did, and, like, a lot of the people, I don't want to say our colleagues, but kind of, like, colleagues, like, people in the area did, so... It's just been kind of weird. I feel like 
Monday we just kind of got back to normal. Like I, especially my clients that live in Miami, like they were obviously like by charisma. Like I'm not trying to deal with any of this right now. <laughs> Girl, so. what do you think? And I had it was I'm kind of in a spot where everyone needs like approval. Like I need approval from everyone to get right. to the next step of what I'm creating for them. So I just kind of had to like sit on everything for a week. So that was weird. Um, it's weird when you like you can't move forward with things and you're just like you have stuff to do but you can't really do it. Yeah, you just totally it's it's a strange place. One of our clients actually, I don't think they're still open. They're downtown. Um, so we haven't heard anything from them and I think they're they may have incurred some damage down there cuz there were some trees and stuff yeah. right downtown that got oh, yeah. down in some buildings and stuff, but it's it's been a week. It's Tuesday and I feel like it is October 31st. <laughs> like, I feel like oh, I've same. aged a whole, like, same. since Irma, I feel like I've aged in, like, six months, tra- like, transgressions. It's like, been, it's so crazy. It's been a lot. And, yeah, it's only, like... It's Tuesday. It's, it's, it's Tuesday. It's the 19th. Yeah, I know. I was thinking, because we're going to be gone so much in October, and, you know, I'm planning stuff out and trying to get things going and moving, and I'm doing scheduling and stuff for some new clients that we just onboarded, and... I'm looking, I'm like, there's still so many days left yeah, in September. Yeah, like, somebody was telling me the other day, they are like, oh, September's been passing really fast. And I'm like, what? For who? For who? <laughs> for who? You, I guess. Good yeah. for them. Um, And, like, same. I'm, like, so excited to not be here for a lot of November. Granted, like, storm season will hopefully be pretty much done by then. Yeah. Um, and hopefully they don't go up to where I am, because I'll be yeah. mostly in coastal cities right. in the Northeast, but... You know, it's just, I don't know, it's very tiring, like, obviously, storm after storm, and, like, we've obviously been very lucky, but, of course, you see everything that's happening, and it's, like, number one, you want to do something, and then, number two, you're afraid next time that that's going to be you. Like, that's, you know, you wonder, like, how many times am I going to get lucky and, you know, right. everything be fine. So, yeah, it's just been a lot, and um, I still don't know, like, what is happening in Key West, like, what is going to be the game plan there. I know. I've heard that, like, they're out of school indefinitely. For the time being. Um, I didn't even know there were schools in QS. <laughs> I'm like, schools? Yeah. But I mean, yeah. I mean, I can't imagine that either. Is And they, they have impending, like, there's four or five storms that are sitting in the oceans right now. And Marie has definitely already devastated, you know, Dominica and some other places. And they're evacuating Puerto Rico. And we're not too far from Puerto Rico. And Key West definitely is not that far from Puerto Rico. So yeah. I can't imagine that letting people come back in right now and try to make things better is a good idea when we just have such a busy storm season and just it's very um nerve-wracking and kind of exhausting and i feel very terribly for the businesses who depend on people to come down during these times and tourist times and you're not making any money hey if you live up north and you have a job for me and my husband let me know and we'll come up (laughs) i'm ready to move (laughs) like i can move my business he can't move without a job so if you know of jobs let me know any jobs i'm I'm ready to bounce (laughs) i'm just ready to go (laughs) i'm like we're like do we come back or do we stay lately is i was like you and i spend so much time traveling i'm like what if we just live closer to all the places we travel to like we'd save so much time (laughs) like because we don't travel anywhere near florida and JetBlue had like 59 dollar fares yesterday um so i was like Look, I'm about to buy tickets to everywhere yeah. <laughs> and be out this beast. I'm like, and... we literally do not, like, travel anywhere near, like, in the yeah. south. I, all the traveling we do is pretty much, like, North Carolina or higher. Yeah. So, I'm like, imagine if we just lived closer to where all these places are that we always go all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd save so much money. We'd save so much time. We could just jump on a train and go where we need to go as opposed to, like, having to plan out a whole thing. Maybe. I'm we'll just thinking, see. like, maybe we need to we'll see gather what ourselves 2018. and get together. 
holds. Because um, that would just make sense. It would just be smart. Um, but yeah, so today we're going to talk about how to challenge yourself creatively. And I think that, you know, we talk about burnout a lot and, and everyone talks about burnout a lot because it's something that's common and everybody experiences it from time to time. But, you know, I think that people don't, um, think about just like creatively shaking it up and like challenging yourself and doing something new. And I know that at times like this, when I kind of feel stuck inside, I mean, we were stuck inside for quite a few days and when I kind of just feel like I'm stuck it, it's kind of like you get into like a creative rut as well not even like burnt out because it's not like you're just doing 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 and feeling exhausted it's more just like eh, what am I gonna do next yeah. I feel it's almost like you need to shift and, gears a little bit yeah so we kind of want to talk about that today and just you know talk about how to shake it up and challenge yourself so that you can be basically exercising your creativity um so the first one um which, when I wrote this, I didn't know that we'd be talking about storms um, when we opened. We didn't really plan that. Uh, but the first one is creating from destruction. Um, and by that, like, I mean basically like a failed project or ruined items, um, you know, something like that. If you were working, let's say that you're working on a paper project and, you know, it didn't go the way that you wanted. Maybe you were painting and it was just like, you look at it and you're like, okay, this isn't where I thought this was going to go cut up the pieces and try to do something different. Right. Um, you know, if you have like a failed actual project that you were like working on with someone, create it into something different, like spin it into a new narrative and see if there, you can repurpose um, some of those same ideas, but maybe package them differently. Um, so I think a lot of times when people fail at something, they think, oh, this is a failure. I got to leave this. Like whether it's a launch or just like something small that you were doing for yourself, they think if it didn't turn out perfectly, then it, you failed and there's nothing to be learned from it. Number one, I think you can learn from it. But number two, I think you can create something new from it. And that's a good challenge to be able to like present yourself with. Yeah, I definitely, um, there are so many this year because we've just had such an onslaught of work. We've taken on a lot of projects and a lot of people just have stopped or had to stop the projects or didn't work out didn't so um a lot of that stuff we've repackaged or we've um resold in a different way for lesser amount of money because we've already done it like it's there mm -hmm. and so we had a meeting yesterday with someone that we know who we were talking about we work on a lot of pipeline and stuff in the fitness area for a client that never you know she just decided to stop doing fitness stuff and so we were like we have all of this stuff here we've done all this strategizing and all these ideas and connecting with people in the same area that this old client was let's just do this with you fyi because we have it and <laughs> why not and so that really um allows us number one to go back and update that stuff so now we get to go back and look at it and see what's still relevant not because this was you know maybe four years ago um update it see what we need to do for this person kind of repackage it put it together use what who they are because they're a different person you know they're a different business um so it really is a nice thing to have sometimes we get so angry about stuff not working out but i feel like in the past few years especially with some of the projects that i just talked about i haven't been so much kind of angry because some people are like oh i can't put this in my portfolio now because you didn't show up or you're not doing it and i'm just like well, girl, you have a finished project or you have all this stuff, so just use it somewhere else. So I'm very much um, just realistic about the fact that everything that you work on is not going to be in your portfolio, which is 99.9% yeah. .9 of the stuff we work on, by the way. Girl, that's not a lesson for me. 99.9% <laughs> of it is not in our portfolio. Yeah. It's not because it's not bad. It's not good. Some things have been, like, we've signed, like, non-disclosure agreements and blah, blah, blah. So just mentally know that you can take some stuff that didn't work out and kind of repackage it, repurpose it, and challenge yourself to make it useful for somebody else yeah. recycle your stuff and that's like that happened to me i made a logo for a calligrapher and this is somebody who wanted to work with me for a really long time 
waited, saved her coins, was really excited. And so I'm like, oh, I know her. I got this. And I sent her over the first draft. And it was not at all what she wanted. She wasn't, like, angry or anything. Right. But, like, I, being sensitive in my mind, like, afterwards, I was like, I have failed. Because that's just how I am. Um, and so, you know, she ended up wanting to go in a completely different direction than what I want, thought she would want to go um, with. But the second draft ended up being great, and it worked out, and that was pretty much, like, what we built the end logo from. But I loved that first, like, logo so much, even though, like, it wasn't the right fit for her. And it turns around the next person that booked me was a photographer, and it was perfect for them. So it's just kind of like sometimes that sort of thing works, and so you, you can't – everything that doesn't work out, you can't discard it, and there's only ways that you can kind of rework it to be perfect. Yeah. Um, so another thing, like, just I think in general, it, to challenge yourself creatively is to write. Like, in general, even if you're not a writer, I think that writing things out just helps. And, like, you have to remember, like, people don't need to read it. It doesn't need to be perfect. Sometimes it's just to kind of get whatever's inside of you out – um, but I think that if you are someone who writes, which a lot of creatives write, um, like, you know, pretty often, even if they don't write, like, in ways right. that we see it, like, either they're blogging or they're maybe, like, journaling um, just privately. You find a lot of that sort of thing, um, creative journaling, in the creative community. So I think one thing to do is to write differently. So if you write, like, fiction, you can try out, like, a haiku. If you write, like, poetry, you could try, like, a persuasive essay. Um, whatever you, like, normally write. Like, if you write think pieces, try writing a, a short, like, fiction story. So just kind of switching it up so that you're doing something that you don't normally write. And, you know, don't do it all the time, but just try it out. Challenge yourself because you'll, you'll be surprised, like, that you can actually probably do it better yeah. than you and then you... Think. you- plateau creatively the same way you plateau when working out like if you do a certain workout for a certain amount of time you're mm-hmm. gonna plateau and you need to switch it up to challenge your body because your body gets used to that type of workout yes same thing with the writing you're so good at writing and it's so much easier and it's easy to churn out stuff depending on what type of writing style you are and so for you to go and switch it up it allows your brain to think a little bit differently so when you go back to what you usually do you have a new mindset and you're fresh and you can come out with probably better ideas and write better in that sense so definitely think that's awesome and i think with both of those things like after i do do the thing the other way a lot of times i appreciate the original especially (laughs) with working out because like with working out like when i'm like this workout so hard and i hate it and i hate working out and then i'll go make myself do something that's completely different and then i'll be like oh my god i missed the other thing i want to go back to that (laughs) so it kind of just makes you like appreciate the thing that you normally do anyways True. And it makes that thing easier. So much easier. <laughs> Feel easier. Um, another thing that you can do to challenge yourself creatively is look for inspiration in places you normally wouldn't. Um, so I think that, you know, whenever you ask people, like, where do you look for inspiration? Like, people often give you, like, similar answers. It's like, I look for, like, the people around me or, like, mm-hmm. you know, these particular designers. Or, like, I look in design or I look in catalogs or I look right. in Instagram or whatever it is. Um, but I think that, you know, there's so many different places to find inspiration for me like a weird one is the hardware store um, the hardware stores have really cool stuff like that's they do. a jam and the one that's here in celebration yeah it's so beautiful because everything is like in a place and it's just the way that, that it's not a design right i mean it's like it's just a, like the way a, it's organized. like it's a family that yeah. put it there this is not like a big uh, no, it's a very mom like and a, pop yeah, hardware store. Yeah, it's not like store. a hardware store where, like, they have, like, a design team, like, making displays. Like, that's not the case. But it's just, like, everything has a place and it's so organized. And when I go in there, I just feel like, oh, like, look at this. Yeah, this that's why beautiful. people really like the new general store that's in Winter yes. Park. It's because it's all, and it's not a hardware store, by the way. It's just, like, kind of a store, and but it has different stuff in there. And people love it just because of the way it's set up and it's mom and pop and everything's yeah. really organized and really nice to look at, so. And I think even, like, um 
creatives that just do completely different things than you can be like sometimes a place to like find inspiration maybe in subjects in school that you like didn't like but then you kind of go back and revisit like if you maybe liked history and you didn't like science maybe check out some science stuff and you might be surprised that it might inspire you so i think that like just kind of getting outside the box and not looking in the same places i mean there's definitely like something to be said about the places that we all look because they have lots of inspiration and that's why we find it there but if you're kind of just feeling like you're looking everywhere and you're just not finding it. You're going on a walk and you're like, no, you're on Instagram and you're like, no, like look at something that's just that you wouldn't expect to be inspired by and challenge yourself to find inspiration within it. Do the things. I think um, right now, some things that I did this year that were a little bit differently, it's looking for inspiration in different cultures, historically, mm-hmm. um, a little bit of old proverb. Like I did a lot of proverbs from different cultures when I was doing the hundred day project, just to go back and read something, especially from women in those cultures and by that I mean like mostly cultures of people of color by the way I wasn't like going to Scotland and seeing what the late I didn't you know that's fine that's what I learned about in school so I wanted to teach myself and I have been more imploring the things that I did not learn in school from cultures that I know of but I don't know enough about their history like for instance like you know slaves from Cuba those are some things that I'm reading about and learning more about because that's something that we weren't taught in school at all at all so um that's something that I've really been finding inspiration in because the history is so inspirational to me um in a way but I didn't want to be like okay let me go back and look at my like old things like I you know I know all of these things about black history and most of the things that everybody already knows or are just finding out because of the internet those are things that I was taught at a very young age in kindergarten you know Black History Month was such a big deal to us and we wrote little essays about Martin Luther King and now you know Rosa Parks Day and we had all these different things so I'm I'm so used to my history and so I need to go back and learn about the history of other people uh, marginalized spaces um, even LGBTQ history like I've gone back and kind of looked at some of the pioneers look very erased. <laughs> very erased. And, and I mean, not saying... When about it, they just are, like, straight white people. Yeah. And that's not at all... The, no. I mean, happened. like, Polynesian Island embraced this idea and these spirits, especially in terms of, like, you know, trans... Like, we, you know, in here, we call it, you know, transgendered people, but there they have different words and different islands and yeah. that mean these different spirits. A lot of them and call that. them um, two spirits. Yeah, two and spirits so and, yeah, like a lot of different stuff. Yeah, exactly. You're a fantastic. Like you're special. You're yeah. so much special, more special than all, you know, us it's normal like regular, people. <laughs> How dare you yeah. have one spirit? Yeah, yeah so, so there's some things that I've definitely found inspiration in and it's really helped me in terms of picking books to read this year. Um, just, again, the 100 Day Project, being able to find solace in some different words and in terms of going into some sketching stuff and in projects too I've really tried to bring in some elements that aren't just plain and you know normal so um another thing is being impulsive so just like following whims when you actually have them and like just following them and seeing where they go and I think that a lot of creatives like will have ideas and just kind of sit on them and when I say a lot of creatives I am also including myself because I know I do this but yeah I think just challenging yourself to say you know what I have this idea I'm gonna get it done right now like if you have the idea why not go ahead and write out five steps that are like actionable and take the first step like that same day so that you're actually getting it done and I mean again it could be something small it could be something big so it might be something where you're like okay I'm gonna start this project and it really isn't a huge deal um it might just be like a sketch like you have an idea for a sketch and then you do the sketch but like don't just sit on it and think about it like and I know people that do that too who have the type of talent where they can do things fast like um, I actually have a client who is just super gifted he's he's an illustrator and he can draw anything in like 20 minutes like anything that like looks freaking awesome in like 20 minutes I'm like it would take me 
all day <laughs> to draw a 100% worse version of what you right. just drew. And you just sketched it in 20 minutes like it was no big deal. So I always, like, push him to just, like, if you have a thought, if you have a funny, like, sketch idea or whatever, go ahead and take those 20 minutes and just get it done. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's, like, rather than, like, planning it out and blah, blah, I mean, you know, write actionable steps. But don't just be like, oh, maybe I'll do it and maybe I'll do it this way. Um, just challenge yourself to say, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. it. Yeah, I think designers, um, photographers, people who are definitely visual creatives are very much second thought. So we think about the status quo mm -hmm. and what's popular and what will work um, versus like, you know, that, that's happening and trendy versus what we feel like we want to do. And I think sometimes finding that impulse and going with what you want to do actually works out a lot better than following what everybody else is doing. Like everybody else is doing, you know, this type of thing or this design or everybody's using this, you know, framework or everybody's doing this type of photography right now. Like Dark and Moody is really popular. And so people are switching from this. I've watched photographers that I've known for a long time who had like bright, you know, saturated images and colorful and all this stuff really like overnight because Dark and Moody is in right now. Switch well, to Dark so and Moody and it's I've crazy. I've photographers literally tell me how my because I'm really known for like having like lots of gray tones right. in my black and white edits. Like you will find every shade of gray and not yeah. any black and white. Really, yeah. it'll just be shades of gray. And I've had so many photographers over the year like snarkily tell me like that's wrong, like right. you're wrong. And now I see people yeah, doing everybody's the same doing, black and yeah, white that crazy. I've been doing for like ever. And that's and I'm fine with that because it's like I've been told a long time ago by a photographer that she's like different things are going to come and different things are going to come yep. out. And she's like she's like had been in the business at that point for you know already thirty years, and she was like. I have literally seen everything come and go Look, already. And, and it's then just recycles. Like things, yeah, she's like things that like people were all about back in the day, now people wouldn't be caught dead in doing. Like yeah. if you take like when they did, you know, the color select. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to do the red rose in red and then yeah. the rest of the photo in black and white. People wouldn't do that at all today. But in the day, like, that was the thing to do. So she's like, things will recycle in and out. She's like, find your own style, shoot everything, find your own style, and then find what you're comfortable yeah. with. And for me, like, I mean, my style that I do for boudoir is, like, my own, like, personal style that I really like the best, which is, like, moody pastels is what I call it. Because it's not quite the moody that, like, right. is very popular right now. There's, like, a lot of pastels and, like, weird tones and stuff to it. Um, and that's just what I love to shoot. And that's what I love to, like, the color that I love to capture and the style that I like. And, you know, it's one of those things that it's, like, it can be in or it can be out. I don't, I don't really yeah. care. It's For boudoir, like... like, people tend to always like it. Because it, it kind of hides all the flaws right. without, I don't like to edit the body too much because I want the body to be the body. Like, I don't, like. That's the body that you were born your with. Body. That's yeah. your body. <laughs> I don't want to, like, take your body and slice off literally right. your body like that doesn't make sense to me so instead it's like all about them angles and then those that like pastel moodiness really kind of helps to just focus on the the stuff that makes people happy yeah. about themselves yeah. i think uh, grace bonnie of design sponge wrote a fantastic article about noling and the fact that you know everybody's like now nah, you're flat lays but that was flat lays you know what i mean mm -hmm. um so i i definitely loved reading that and retweeting it because everybody thinks that like like there are people who i know who genuinely think they created an over like like picture and it's like no this has been around forever but there are people who are like in their bios are like original creator of the flat lay and i'm like oh honey and i think that's one of the things that inspired grace to write this article it's like history does repeat been itself this is something ever. that's been around forever and you know in the 90s nobody was doing this because it wasn't yeah. popular it wasn't you know visually stimulated so i think as visual creatives we really need to look in you know, follow our heart and what we want to do, not just what is trendy or what seems to do. And I do that with branding. I really don't, 
I don't even know. Like, people still are doing, I guess, gold foil a lot in logo. I don't know what people are doing. I think that is... Watercolor is still jam. Like, I've never... Like, if it calls for it, then I'll do it based on what the brand needs. But I've never followed trends in terms of branding design because that makes no sense. It doesn't because it's going to be done in two... Especially in, like, brands nowadays. Like, it's like a two-year turnaround. Right. It's so quick. How are you even... You're spending so much money. I guess you're not. I do fight do. with people over fonts because I'm like, oh, that's like that every day font is life. everywhere, and I, I don't want like I'm like I'm letting you know, I don't want to put it out there. Yeah, I mean there is one thing and that I just did recently. You're gonna ask me to change it in two years. That is using a script that's very. It's not the same, but it looks the same as this one popular script that everybody's using. It, but it fit what this person needed, if it their personality, if it the brand, if it the demographic, and just really did yeah, fit. Yeah, I have a watercolor one coming up, but um, it really fits them, and she's a therapist. Which I don't mind. Like, if it fits, it fits, yeah, but that was my impulse. Like, my impulse well. was in my three drafts. That was my third one that I did, and I was like, this one is actually you, but it also has classic elements in it. The illustration that's in it is very classic and very styled back to, like, the 1800s and some Japanese elements that I um, looked at, so... Anyway, the point is, I followed my impulse, and that I'm fine with that, and it actually worked out better, because the one that I really followed my impulse on is the one that my client liked, and I think we need to really just, if you are somewhere, turn left. Maybe you see where left takes you. you know? Side note, when I was driving John to work this morning, like, I was having a conversation in my head with myself, which I do all the time. All um, people. All just people. about, like, where I see 725 Creative going and, like, what sort of setup I want to have for it and, like, who I want to work with um, as far as, like, you know, people that I want to, like, hire or contractors I want to work with. And all of a sudden, like, I just said out loud, I was like, I'm like Don Draper. And John, like, looks at me and he's like, like, you're an alcoholic? <laughs> I'm like, no, like the branding aspect of it. But, um, yeah, I'm like. That's that's the dream to just like present all day and just be like, here's the idea, here's what we're doing, and sell and pitch. It's just it's very very enjoyable. Um, he he was very long because he's like, you need to give me a little bit of context next Thanks. time you tell me that you're a Don Draper because he's like just like there's a lot of things you like start like, sm- smoking cigarettes. You're like I'm just starting smoking actually. That's what I'm Don Draper. Oh I was like no, but I like that's that was my favorite thing about that show is just like when they would present the brands and yeah. just like that fire behind like there's this idea and like we're pulling it all together and like bringing in the visuals for it. It's so exciting. Okay, so another way to challenge yourself creatively um, is to get in the kitchen and cook. And I think that people really underestimate, like, how creative cooking is. But, man, if you have someone who is great at it and makes you a meal, it's like it shows you just how, how amazing it is. You've never seen that video of Salt Bay. What's wrong with you? Right? <laughs> like... Yes. Um, and I think that, like, challenging yourself, like, saying, like, okay, I'm going to cook with five ingredients. Or I'm only going to cook with what's here and I'm not going to buy anything new. Stuff like that. Um, or even, like, if you don't necessarily have, like, a lot of Italian stuff on hand, be like, I'm going to make an Italian dish somehow with what I got. Right. So just kind of challenging yourself and shaking up in the kitchen, not making the same thing all the time. Um, number one, it's just like a stress reliever to like kind of cook and, and have the time, give yourself the time to cook. So you're not like rushing it. Um, so it's like, that just helps you creatively as well, but just kind of seeing what you can come up with, with, um, a limited amount of items. Also, it's healthier to cook at home. A and B, I think that's how like fusion foods came out of it. Somebody was like, I'm going to create some, some Asian food, but I only got like Italian stuff in my like kitchen. Let's see what I'm going to come up with. Cause I feel like fusion is definitely an idea of people trying to create an essence of another food culture with what they have so 
literally like we've talked about food for a minute and a half and I'm already hungry. <laughs> I'm like, hmm, that sounds good. There are some places to eat that are nearby that are actually very tasty that I've not gone to. But you cook cook what's in your fridge. I know. That's what I'm <laughs> telling people. Cook what's in your um, fridge. Yeah, I, I will cook today. Um, John and I just went and spent the most money we've ever spent at Trader Joe's ever because we're doing the uh, minimalist detox that's like a two-week detox so i mean technically the minimalist baker already made all those recipes so i won't be actually doing them but i feel creative when i follow them because if i try my best to make it look like the way she makes it look in the picture and so that's the creative challenge right there is just (laughs) having it look like halfway decent um another thing is just reading a book in a genre you don't really read which is this is something i really want to challenge myself to on my next book um although i was trying to think of like what are the genres that i don't read um, mm-hmm. But just kind of like, because sometimes people, sometimes people only read one genre. Yeah. I don't. But sometimes people only read one genre and really get just kind of like into that only and really like would be surprised if they kind of open themselves up to more genres. I think that the only things I don't read are romances, which I really don't want to read. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but like war types of books, like yeah. that sort of stuff. I don't really do that. And I'm like, we have, I'm like looking behind me, we have all these like Tom Clancy books because John reads Oof, those. I can't do that. Yeah, so I'm, <laughs> I'm like, not there yet. I guess that is what I, because I don't, I read murder mysteries often. Yeah, often. I don't all read the them time. all the time. Yeah. Um, but I do read those. So it's like, I don't, what, like, what other, what genre am I missing? Because I, I really want to do this. I, I, I read horror too. Okay, so then you're, you're, I'm not reading Tom Clancy. I'm not doing it. <laughs> like, I'm I, like, it's literally just I like, can't. it's, it's, um, warm, war books and romance. I mean, yeah. warm romance are the only things I don't read. Um, I just don't think I can do romance. I do some chiclet, like, cause it's easy. It's I like chiclet, but not like romance. Oh, not like, like, Fabio on the cover romance. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, like, um, like, Eleanor and Park is like, yeah. like, like, it's cute. a romantic yeah, I story, read those but that's cute not little, like, yeah. yeah, that's not what I think of. Like, to me, it's kind of like, you know, yeah, chiclet or YA or something along those lines, yeah. even coming of age stories. But, like, yeah, I'm, like, I, I don't think I can do, Anything like, that you can pick up at Publix is, like, I would say Publix is all romance and, like, in the oh, barn. I'm like, oh, I don't my think word. I can do that. We're, we're losing our rating. <laughs> it's done. It's gone. It's gone. I know. I don't think I can do it. I like, can't. I mean, if you, want, if you read it, you know, I, um, I don't know. Let, let me know if there's a good one out there that I would probably, like, to me, I find it really just, I don't know. I just laugh. I, oh, man, I can't think of. I mean, I know what I'm not going to do when I'm not reading Tom Clancy. It ain't going to happen. I'm, I love people who can. I'm just not. I'm not there physically, emotionally, yeah, spiritually. I read some horror, but I haven't read horror in a while. So maybe I will pick up some horror. I have like five books at home. eight Tom Clancy books back there. So and maybe. Each of, like, I would say half of them look like they're like a thousand pages. I will pick up a horror them. situation from the library. Like maybe I'll read the latest Stephen King. I mean, next I feel time. like it's a good time to read horror because we're going to Yeah, I'm going to, to Halloween. Halloween. Yeah, so. I have five books. So maybe if I finish those before October. And then during our travels, I'll read some Stephen King. And I'm just like a weirdo that just like sits around reading like Edgar Allan Poe like all year long for no I mean, I'm going to say, but that's, that's, that's yeah. normal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Um, so. Pick out some, send us some genres of books that we should read that we might yeah, read. Yeah, if you have anything but, romance and you think it's cool and, like, I might like it, I'll give it a try. I will give it, you know, the old college try from the person <laughs> that dropped out of college. Um, <laughs> all right, so our last tip on how to challenge yourself creatively is to do something new with a new friend. And I think that um, when you're, you know, having experiences with people is such a great way to bond. Um, but also, like, when you're doing something new with a new person, it's, like, it's challenging because you have the challenge of A... 
it's getting like, to know this new person and be doing I guess something completely dating new. dating for people who aren't, like, in long-term committed relationships. Yeah. I guess, <laughs> I guess like, yeah. Although, like, You're I, like, I, I don't know. So hard. I'm like, people, I think this is how people date. People that date, uh, do, do, they, do they do something new each time? Yeah. I feel like a lot of times A lot don't. of times people do go to different places because they've never been to a lot of, like, restaurants. My or friends local. are the type that are like, listen, let's get coffee see how that goes oh my word yeah all my friends are like let's go to this place i've never because if it if it sucks with this person then at least you went to the place like you can still go back you know what i mean like at least you tried this new place and that's kind of how i am with meetings right now i take my clients all over orlando to try different coffee shops so i can not yeah just go go try to do something that you haven't done do something outside the box and go skydiving go Go skydiving yes but i won't be go parasailing go paddleboard i'm I'm into like like, a pottery place and done all that you should do that i'm going to try sup yoga before the year is over and i'm i mean like i probably will drown that's fine (laughs) but i do we have it here yeah oh my god they do it right behind shake shack at winter park that's a perfect location for it, too. That's such a pretty shake shack. Yeah, so sup yoga is my, like, do something new. Um, not with new friends. I'm going with my old friend because that's what she's into. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I have new friends. Um, we've been doing new stuff all year. Like, that's, that's something easy for me. Like, I kind of pick people up, I feel like, all, like it, all the time. Like, I'm very excited to go back and travel and come go hang out with some people that I no, like I'm gonna be um, seeing Allie of the Wonder Jam at Fearless Con, which I'm super excited about because we've never met in person. So I'm like, let's do all the things in like the no time that we yeah, have to spend each other. It's a great time to like do something yeah. new with a new person. That's usually a yeah, that's city, usually so what great. I get yeah. out and do different stuff with some new people is when I'm traveling and doing conference stuff because it's like I don't know you, but let's go hang out. So if you have some other ways to challenge yourself creatively, let us know them. Um, write to us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're at Heart and Hustle Podcasts and Heart and Hustle Pod on Twitter. Use the hashtag Boss So Hard to show us like how you guys are challenging yourself creatively during this month of September that for a lot of the country is just kind of like weird. Um, so yeah, let us know what you guys are up to and how you're kind of just getting through uh, a creative right if you're having one or just shaking it up even if you're not just so that you're keeping it fresh so we have a listener question that we thought was a really good one and it is how to stay healthy when you are lacking sleep um and if this is not your first rodeo here you know that angelica is a robot who doesn't sleep i i went to bed at 1 30 and had to get up at i love <laughs> sleep sleep is bay for me after John, it's like sleep. That's, you know, John, books, and then sleep. Those are like my favorite. <laughs> That's like the holy trinity of the things that I love the most. Um, so, but, you know, there's times when, you know, as an entrepreneur, like, I think it's easy to be like, yes, I'm always going to get a perfect eight hours or whatever. But it's like there's times as an entrepreneur when that doesn't work. You might yeah. have a launch coming up. You might have like, you know, a huge client project that's going on. You might be launching a new product or something. Or you probably have a baby. You might My have favorite baby. thing now <laughs> is like because we, you know, our kid is going on three, three going on thirty, um, and so when I watch new people, new parents, and they like because they're so like expectant of sleep, and that's what kills me. And I'm like, oh my goodness, honey, oh honey, and they like, you know, they're like, I'm so tired of people telling me I'm gonna be tired, and I'm like. Oh, but you like sleep so much. Like, we didn't like sleep. Like, we, we worked. So, I mean, yeah, still, newborn tired is a different thing. Like, when you first have this baby and you're in this hospital and people are coming in 
every two and three hours and poking you and poking the kid and there's crying and there's stuff and there's just stuff happening and then like I mean we didn't even have people visit we had like maybe um a couple people visit like very few but we didn't have like family or anybody come in and like could knock in when I was in labor I feel like more people visited because I was in labor for so long versus after the baby so uh you don't sleep for like you know this first day or two days and then you go home and you're like what day is it I don't know and so I've been watching like some people who have newborns like I don't that's kind of what day it is. I'm so tired. I don't know, but they still have team. businesses, so they still have to like get it together. I mean, they have like paternity leave and maternity leave, but still have to keep like you. If you're an entrepreneur and you have a business, honestly, you don't ever take a hundred percent of the time no, off. You're you still can. in your yeah. inbox. You're still yeah. checking in on what's happening. New technology may force you to go back to work because yeah. there's so much stuff that happens, especially in tech. So um, you're never completely off of work. So that's Which something means that, that your sleep is like. It's just, it's, it's always, all, it's, jacked it's always up. like, at, you know, a disadvantage to an extent. Yeah, newborns um, eat every two to three hours. So just work that into your sleep schedule if you, you're pregnant. I'm like, okay, how to stay healthy when you're lacking sleep? Don't have a newborn. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what you've explained to us. Oh Which I'm like, you have a newborn. not wrong. But you just know. Yeah. Just know. Um, you're getting some sleep but only like two to three hours at a time yeah. if, if that like i don't know who those people are but shout out to you people who can take two to three hours i'm like i haven't been sleeping as much lately because the storm of being backed up kind of because of that and getting ready to launch um fall products with tiny tea shop so there's just been a lot going on one thing for me is really like eating well during that time because i think a lot of people where they're super busy and they're not sleeping a lot they're like okay i need to drink more coffee i need to eat more sugar and they just Ooh, end up feeling terrible. like crap and then they're like feeling worse that's a terrible um, idea instead if you eat healthy and like you start your day off like eating something really healthy and eat healthy throughout the day make sh- making sure that you are eating too like making sure that you're not so busy that you can't sleep and eat because that's, that's where just I am. too much i'm just like oh um, it's three o'clock i should eat making sure that like you're <laughs> eating like you know small meals throughout the day that are keeping your energy levels up keeping you healthy for me i, I carry almonds on i will say have me. nuts on yeah hand. i carry almonds everywhere with me in my purse at all times like anyone who spends like more than three hours with me is going to see me like pull almonds out of my purse i don't care where we are like i do not care where we are i will eat almonds wherever i go i'll be in a restaurant and i'll pull almonds out of my purse i'm just like it's because if you're time. waiting if you're waiting on food, time. that's fine yeah. I, I don't know i'm not there yet so i'm not even gonna pretend and lie like i am i used to when i was kind of still working my job i was very much like i'm gonna make sure i eat small meals throughout the day but i have a child and I don't know what time means. Like, I literally wake up and I'm like, oh, it's six o'clock. And then I look at my phone and it's three o'clock. So, another thing, don't be like me. Be yeah. better. <laughs> another thing is changing up your workout to make it less intense. So, if you're working out, if you're doing like CrossFit or, you know, doing. Um, I'm doing all of these things is, wrong, what is by the, the way. Um, yeah. <laughs> what is the. Yeah, but you never sleep. So, for you, it's like it's the norm. Um, the interval training that I'm thinking of. Uh, if you're doing HIIT workouts, like stuff yeah. like that, and and you're doing them and you're getting sleep and things are going well, and then all of a sudden, you know, your schedule gets crazy and you know this week you're just not going to be getting there sleep-wise, switch it up, do yoga, do Pilates. Yeah, do some do kind something of like active little, like, rest days yeah, versus like, like heavy. Impact. Yeah, because I think um, you are more prone to injure yourself when you're tired too. If you're not used yes. to being tired and all of a sudden you're tired and then you're like, oh, snap, I'm going to go in the gym and I'm going hard and then you end up yeah. Not putting like okay, so this has happened to me actually. <laughs> Real uh, life true life experience. <laughs> I like went to the gym one day when I was super exhausted because I've been doing um you know more powerlifting stuff and starting out with strongest five by five, so I can add five pounds mostly every time I add something into my workout. And so 
I had been doing, I, I want to say it was squats or I was racking. Anyway, I was racking my weights at the power rack and like I went to go pick it up. I think I was doing back squats and I went to go pick up the weight and I was like, wow, it's so much lighter on the side. And I literally did three reps before I put it back, looked at it and I had like, you know, way more weight on the left side versus the right. The right side was like barely. And I'm oh, like, God, that's, that's how people scary. die, by the way. So if you were exhausted and you can't even rack your weights properly, yeah, you need to go home. Plus, your body needs to, like, like yeah, when you your need body to rest. sleeps, yeah. your body heals repairs the muscles. And repairs all the muscles yeah. and such. So, it's, like, it's good to have that time so that you're, you know, and if you can't get it, like, then you don't want to push your body, like, too yeah. hard. Um, I think relaxing and, and meditating can be good, too. Like, obviously, I know, like, if you're, like, well, I don't have time to sleep, then so I don't have time to meditate. Honestly, take five minutes when you're, like, in a car before a meeting. Like, if you're sitting in your car and you're about to, like, walk into a meeting and you're five minutes early... Just take five minutes to just, like, zone out and meditate. Like, use an app, because I know for a lot of us, like, getting there yeah. in five minutes is not going to happen. But use an app, put it on five minutes, and do, like, some deep breathing or something like that. Because um, just being able to stay kind of just in a more relaxed, like, zen state is really going to help you if you're not getting enough sleep. Um, another thing is checking in with friends. So it's like, if you came by and you looked like a hot mess and you mm. seemed like you were lacking sleep and like I saw You'd you be like, so we're not gonna the record way, then I would today. be like, girl, like you need to sleep. But like I think that when you're checking in with your friends, they they're gonna kind of know like, okay, yeah, like she is fine, like things are okay. Yeah. It's a little bit busy, but she's got it together. You I'm know? definitely like, when things are hectic and there's life problems in people's lives, I'm like the person who goes in to make it easier. Like I'm bringing you food or I'm taking your child away from you, which I have done. I've taken someone's yeah. child so mm-hmm. that they can figure out how to like reset and relax and get their life together. So definitely be that person that's like knock knock are you right or if you're tired just knock it and be like look i'm tired can you yeah. come in and like can tell you bring people, me hey, I can you bring you me soup like, tell people i'll you bring you five dollars like whatever what you need them to do rely on them and then if you're the person that is getting enough sleep and you feel okay help those in your inner circle to make sure that they're getting through like whatever the busy thing is in their life so that they you know can eventually get back to sleeping again um i think having a, a well laid out routine for times when it is hectic times when it's going to be busy John is switching schools right now. We have a million things going on. It's busy. But, like, we have a very well laid out routine. Like, we know what we're going to eat and when. We know, like, when we're going to sleep and when we're waking up and who's going where when. And just having that all laid out and done makes life a lot easier. And so the fact that I'm not getting my normal eight hours of sleep, it's like, I'm still sad about it. But <laughs> it's like I can operate because I just have to do what I've already laid out the plans to do. Right. So being able to have like a good schedule, like when you're lacking sleep, really just helps keep your routine in order and keeps keeps you healthy. And I think also just stressing less. If Whatever you can do to eliminate any stress, um, you know, I think having that routine in place will help you stress less. Um, and anything else you can do to kind of, because again, sleeping kind of just resets everything and repairs your body. So if you're not getting enough sleep you don't want to be stressing either about that or just about anything so just eliminate any stress you can until you can get back to that point of getting enough sleep and i think the goal should always be to get back to that place of getting enough sleep because i mean time and time again there's a reason you hear it sleep is healthy for you it is good for you so allegedly it is. It's good don't for listen you. to her. It is she good is for you. Wrong. Don't talk. Don't live my life. Do not do what I do. It's so funny because when I meet people who are similar to where we are in business and in the same space of just going around, you know, like a chicken with your head cut off and doing stuff 9,000%, they're like, 
Oh yeah, sleep. Like what's that? And I'm like, same. but you never have slept. Same. Ever no. since I met you, you've never been asleep. No, and, and I, even I've if never you guys slept. Don't have a million yeah. projects going on. You find stuff. Oh yeah. So that you all. Don't but sleep. it's like I feel like David weird. is like on like Facebook like live at like three a.m. I don't know. <laughs> just doing. like go to he's sleep. Doing weird stuff. There's doing so much stuff right now. We're just doing so much stuff, and there's like a point in your business where you get to the point where you can't uh, go back to not doing nine thousand things, and so we're at that point, and it's like. Well, it was cute that time yeah. where we had Y'all all that time to hire stuff. So yeah, we do. We got yelled well. at at dinner literally the other day by someone of my friend's husband who was like, and you haven't hired someone because. And we're like, don't yell at us. Yeah, we're you young really do, and children. We're fetuses. Is, is Stop yelling. But they're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess if you want to do better, then delegate your, your stuff. Yes. Yes. Um, the goal should always be trying to get back to that eight hours. Like, again, there's going to be times where it's, you know, it's just not conceivable and it's not going to happen but try to make that a limited time engagement and so that you can get back to sleeping because that is the thing that solves all the problems it makes everything better and it's beautiful <laughs> and i miss it so much can you tell i, I miss it. everybody's like go to bed i'm like two <laughs> weeks like, from now i think that no, our, our schedules will be even back out things will be done the launch will be up he'll be settling this new school like things will be normal again and i'm so excited because i love sleep winter sleep, sleep. Day. sleep winter is, is coming bad. by that i mean your sleep is coming um, I, I guess that's it. Yeah. Um, go rate us on all Apple of the Podcasts. Thanks. Um, I'll be here in Philadelphia, like I said, for Fearless Con, October, I want to say 14, 15. And then I'll be in New York the following weekend. David and I are doing a conjoined talk, which you've never done. So if you want to come see that hot mess, come to our camp, New York. Tickets are on sale. We'll put links in the show notes. And, or if you're New York, we're going to be in New York that whole week. So if you want to go Eat food. I was gonna say I'll be in New Eat York, ice cream. And Philly, and DC, and so Baltimore from... the last probably two weeks of November. Um, and I will not be speaking anywhere because I'm gonna speak like two to three times a year because it takes a lot Come of hang me. Out. But what I will do is have coffee with you. So if you want to grab coffee, I'll do that. Have some coffee. There are no tickets. <laughs> Cafe con leche. Uh, no, I'm like in New York. Like, tell me all the things that I have not eaten before. All of the in New York. Oh, I got a list. All the bow places. I want bow. I need. Good. I already have some good Indian wrecks. Um, oh, I got a good Malaysian a good wreck uh, just recently. I'm very excited to go eat all the. It's going to be Diwali while we we're up the there. Best Indian so place, Diwali like Festival is going down. It's thirteen dollars, like, and you get like a four course meal, and it's delicious. I'm just very excited. It's, it looks really scary. So you're gonna like when you get there, you're gonna be like, "Chris, are you trying to kill me?" But you're gonna go upstairs. I'm trying to think of what I definitely need a like, good bow place because I am I'm on a like bow kick right now, and I can't be going back to Morimoto spending. Like thirty dollars, <laughs> so I can eat my body weight and bow. That's so expensive. Which I do. Um, there's a King Bow downtown Orlando, but yeah, I, I haven't yeah. gone downtown. I want to go eat Bow New York. I've heard so. it's really good. My friend Peter loves it. Um, good. I mean, I, I'm sure I can find. But if you have recommendations for good ramen, because I had amazing ramen while I was in DC, and so now I'm fighting great ramen, ramen in, in, in New York, like in all the places, places that, that I'm going. Too. I'm trying to find have, all my favorite Asian. I have foods. ramen, and I have um, a really great vegan sushi place, and I have an Indian place for you. you I need real like sushi all. though. You it's know so how good, you know though, how much I like sushi. sushi it's so, good. but you know how much I like. No, but you will like this. It's all like the whole store is all vegan sushi, and there's like. I think David times. would like it. Yeah, I would. Li- I mean, I'm gonna like it, but You're I won't like love it. it as much as I love a good yellowfish You're sitting on like Shimmy like those. Shimmy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.